Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic, host of Bachelor Nation News. On this hump day, October 11th, 2023, I've got all of your pop culture in one place, special forces, Dancing with the Stars, Bachelor content, and more. Going to bring that to you guys right now. Let's get groovy. It's Bachelor Rush Hour. That's right. All right, lots to talk about. Where do we even begin? Uh, my featured content for you today, the back half of this episode, will be Gabby Windy on Nick Vile's podcast, Vile Files, where she kind of judgingly, is that a word? Uh, condemned the way Clayton responded in Jubilee to finding out he's not the father of these unborn twins. So I'm going to get into that story later. It's pretty interesting. I covered it in a 31-minute long video on YouTube. It's absolutely performing very well. Whenever I have a video over 30 minutes, I think people realize there might be something going on over there. Uh, you know, you, you can't, you know, it can get juicy. So grab your popcorn. We're going to cover a segment of that content in this Bachelor Rush Hour podcast. But let's also jump to some non-Bachelor news. You guys know I'm not afraid to shy away from some Bigfoot talk. Uh, in Colorado, there is a Sasquatch sighting. Could a Bigfoot exist? Essentially, a sort of humanoid-like, hairy, bipedal creature. Could it exist? in this world we live in. Now, we know Bigfoot actually existed in real life. What do they call it? Gigantopithecus? Oh, boy, I, I must have botched that. Gigantopithecus? Did I pronounce that right? They have the bones that these things existed. Well, now when they say Bigfoot is real, take it with a grain of salt. That or it's just another silly hoax. Check out this clip. Now, they showed a clip. I can't play it for you. Now, of course, it's filmed from like a mile away. It's grainy. But what you see is what appears to be a Bigfoot walking through a forest in Colorado and they captured this from a steam engine train. Uh, it certainly looks like a bipedal creature. This is what they say on TMZ, making its way through. And it even appears to notice the train spurring the beast to immediately crouch down in an attempt to blend in with its environment. It looks pretty it looks like a Bigfoot, okay? Now, could this be someone playing a hoax? Absolutely, but they would have had to walk out. Who wants to go to the random, uh, you know, woods of Colorado where everyone's, you know, where they're hunting deers and there's bears and, you know, whatever other creatures out there? Who wants to dress up like an animal and have to deal with that? That sounds like it would be a bad idea. So either way, you guys can be the judge uh, on whether or not you think Bigfoot's real. Uh, but we believe on this channel. We absolutely believe. And in some sad news, uh, gymnast Mary Lou Retton has a fundraiser which reached over a quarter million dollars in donations uh, after it appears she's suffering from pneumonia. Uh, the financial support is pouring in for Olympic legend Mary Lou Retton, who more than, uh, you know, uh, let's see here. As previously reported, the gold medalist has been in the ICU fighting for her life as she deals with a very rare form of pneumonia, according to her daughter, and she is currently unable to breathe on her own. Considering 55-year-old Mary Lou is uninsured. Wait, what? She's uninsured? Oh, the issues we have in our country really bum me out. The family started a GoFundMe to help with medical bills, and uh, they had a goal of 50K. It was up to $250,000, and I don't know if we can see what uh, what, what the uh, uh, donation level is up to right now. Let's give it a look here. We're looking on it right now. But hopefully she gets all of the resources she needs. Yeah, look, it's up to 270000 
dollars. Uh, we hope that it ends with a recovery. She's fighting for her life, folks. So um, much love to uh, Olympic star Mary Lou Retton. And Taylor Swift, again, always in the news, the world-famous Grove, which is a, you know like an outdoor mall in my Los Angeles, California, shuts down for Eras Tour film premiere. So that's going on today in Los Angeles. They've shut the whole thing down. They're saying that this movie premiere might be bigger than Barbie. Can you believe that? The Grove, which has become a Los Angeles institution, will host the unveiling of the highly anticipated film for 2,200 lucky fans. We're told Taylor Taylor's team has invited the fans and they will receive details on where and when to show up at around 2 p.m. Wednesday. Guests will arrive at 6 p.m. and the movie starts at 7. So we'll have to see how that goes. But yeah, absolutely wild. Here's the preview on YouTube for Taylor Swift's tour. Movie. Welcome to the Eras Tour. This has been the most extraordinary experience of my entire life. adventure together and that adventure is going to span 17 years of music now listen, I've been a fan of Taylor Swift since the song Our Song. Our Song is it? You know, okay, don't make me sing it. Uh, Tim McGraw, I mean, early days of Taylor Swift. I've watched every one of her documentaries, but oh my gosh, is this going to be a hit? I don't know if I'm going to go see it in the movie theaters, but for sure, once it comes out, um, I will be watching it. I mean, she's literally moving mountains. What a cultural movement we are in right now. And Jada Pinkett is back in the news claiming her relationship with uh, Will Smith has actually uh, ended. They've been living separate. They've been separated for seven years. Have a listen. Was that in 2016, you and Will decided that you were going to live completely separate lives. Yes. It was not a divorce on paper, right. but it was a divorce. divorce. So from the year 2016 which is seven years ago now. <laughs> yes. Y'all have been apart. Yeah. Which makes you wonder why Will Smith is out there defending Jada and slapping Chris Rock. Again, no one, uh, you know, his actions are his to own up to. I loved Will Smith back in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Independence Day. And, you know, I don't know. You, you, you never know what Hollywood can do to you, though. Like, me, oh, gosh, who knows? I mean, you should never hit anybody. And, of course, I've been on the side of defending Chris Rock. But the guy's clearly... Uh, I would like, I'll put it this way. I would like to see him overcome all of his issues and get back into making good films. That's what I would like. Is that okay to say? All right. The Boston accent was just voted the most annoying in America. You know, I'm from Rhode Island and I've been told I have an annoying voice. So uh, maybe it's true. Love it or hate it. Boston is the proud home to one of America's most imitated and parodied accents. Even our own people dial it up a notch for fun, such as Massachusetts native Casey Affleck as the self-proclaimed mayor of Duncan on SNL and Boston-born Chris Evans revealing his cast smart pack to fellow locals John Krasinski and Rachel Dratch doing the 2020 Hyundai Sonata Super Bowl commercial. So clearly the Boston accent has been used and abused, but I got to tell you, there is uh, something wicked uh, impressive about re uh, you know receiving such a prestigious award. As you guys know, we've been covering Special Forces, Dancing with the Stars, and other uh, sort of reality TV shows. Special Forces uh, looks pretty good for uh, Tom Sandoval 
and Nick Vial this past week, if you haven't been watching, you know, they've got to do some of these tests, which have been relatively easy in the sense that they've, you know, you know, the only way they're kicking you out early on is if you just quit. So whether you pass or fail the test, it's kind of just about hanging out and surviving it, you know, cold plunges in the cold water, falling backwards into the ocean. I mean, things that would be terrifying to do, but you just got to put yourself out there and do it. And they've had like four or five people rage quit. But Tom Sandoval and Nick Vial are still surviving. And speaking of uh, Vanderpump rules, we've got Ariana Maddox just crushing her dance last night on Dancing with the Stars. And also, Charity had a great dance. They are both, you know, in the running along with a few others to become top finalists. Wouldn't it be great to see, you know, Ariana come out of nowhere and just dominate Dancing with the Stars? I got to say, I've been impressed and surprised with Charity Lawson. I did not expect that much out of her, and she is fluid AF on stage. She really is doing a great job, and I mean, so much. There's it's a, it's a high talent thing. You know, you get through the first few weeks of people that don't know how to dance, they get voted off. The uh, sort of Harry uh, from Too Hot to Handle, terrible dancer. But then you get to the Jason Mraz, and you get to you know just the people that are meant to be there. And absolutely crushing it, uh, Tyson Beckford and Jenna Johnson were eliminated. I thought he, I thought he was okay, but he didn't have quite enough moves or fan base to vote him to the next level. Uh, we've got a fan base so much so that we've got a new sponsor for you, as we've been talking about all week. Uh, today's Bachelor Rush Hour is sponsored by HelloFresh. This fall, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your new goals with delicious, calorie-smart, and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes, too. We all know HelloFresh takes the hassle out of mealtime, but did you know it can save you money? That's right. It's cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. Uh, so we got all the recipes for you. You can go to the website and check those out. I like this one, Sloppy Joe's. How about that? Barbecue Sloppy Joe's with pickle slices and oven gold potatoes. Especially if you got kids and they want to learn something new. Szechuan pork noodles stir fry with carrots, scallions, and peanuts. You know, just try some new things. Whether you're keto, a protein-based vegetarian, they've got all of the different options for you. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 rush hour and use code use code 50 rush hour for 50% off meals plus free shipping. Again, that's go to hellofresh.com slash 50 rush hour and use code 50 rush hour for 50% off meals plus free shipping. America's number one meal kit. Come on guys. Half off is not a bad way to test it. You know, they show it to you, they send it to you in like a giant sort of recyclable cooler type of thing. It's fun. It's fun for the whole family. Okay, let's move it on. So I've got my featured story. Should we jump right into that? Or is there other content we should talk about? The YouTube has been pretty wild lately. I've got more updates on the war that's breaking out between Israel and Hamas. So we've got that story to get to. Plus, you know, I've been accused of being a bottom feeder. You know, some of the accusations made about our channel just crack me up. But I am uh, officially nominating October 11th, 2023 as Bottom Feeder Day. Have you ever heard of a barrel scraper and bottom feeder in one? We are just doing all of the Lord's work out there. Look, if you're not ruffling some feathers. I don't think you're trying hard enough. You know what I mean, folks? Anyway, I say that all to just say I am so appreciative of all of your support. I make light of it very regularly uh, as we try to be as irreverent as possible around topics that are worthy of irreverence. And then when we have to be serious, we try to put on our big boy pants and get serious. But without you guys listening, without your loyal audience, I did not think 
this podcast would be successful. I got to tell you, I didn't. We started it a year ago. People were begging for it. And I was like, well, it's going to cut into YouTube. And it has. It has definitely cut into our YouTube. We've taken a dip on YouTube. But it's been successful. And you've helped me grow the channel. You know, got it getting featured in Washington Post and the Time Magazine. I mean, it's just been absolutely unreal of a journey. So again, it might sound redundant, but for fear of being redundant, I'd rather let you guys know I appreciate your loyalty, your defense of what we do, your charitable givings and all of that. So thank you all so, so much. All right. Well, we've got Gabby commenting on the Clayton story. Obviously, this is the biggest story in Bachelor Nation, and they're finally discussing it on other podcast venues. And they clearly are misinterpreting or don't have as much knowledge about the story as we do over here, because as you guys know, you're very educated on this matter. But here's what Gabby has to say on Nick Vile's podcast. Have a listen. For those of you who don't know, Clayton recently, last Friday, announced that in a very Maury Povich way <laughs> that he was not the father. Wait, how did he announce it? <laughs> he did like a, like a reel on Instagram. He was like, it's Friday. And he was oh like so God. excited. I'm not a daddy. Literally. That was literally his response. It was, I'm dead. It was an interesting creative choice. If Clayton is not the father, and specifically if this relationship never actually led to sexual intercourse and all those things alleged. I don't see a problem with the victim, the victim, Clayton Eckerd dancing on his innocence. It's Friday. And you know what we need on a Friday? We need some good news. And who? All right. So there it is. I don't see a problem with Clayton Eckerd celebrating in whichever way he feels healthy. He allegedly, if this information points in the direction we believe, is the victim of an incredibly deranged hoax. If that's the truth, that he's not the father and there's no fetal DNA, evidence we will know for certainty this coming Monday. Hit the subscribe button and get ready for that. Or I'll e-beg for you to join the patreon.com slash Dave Neal. But that's what it was. I showed it for you. Was that a big deal? On the part creative. of creative, yeah, on, on the part of Clayton, but nevertheless, I appreciate his enthusiasm. Good. Can you look up the what he actually said? Because I think what he said is important. Because I think how are they not how are they not looking this up until he asked them to? I mean, I'm here googling it. Am I am I outproducing the producers here? Should I be on Nick's payroll? It wasn't so much that he was not the father. I think the that there wasn't enough. Fetal like DNA. DNA. Yeah, like fetus matter or like fetus. this the swab that they got, like <laughs> Why does this all feel like a song from like an emo playlist in the nineties? It's sublime singing fetus matter. I said that there wasn't a fetus or fetuses because Fetal. the accusation was that this person was allegedly pregnant with twins. Here's what I'm comfortable saying what I heard. Okay. What I heard from someone very close to the situation Clayton. was... Of course, Clayton's talked to reality, Steve. I don't know why Nick doesn't want to just say that. He, I mean, I understand if he's trying to respect the privacy here, but clearly there, there have been conversations with Clayton saying, hey, this is what's going on. Allegedly, there was no sex. Okay, so she's like... And this is information that's been known since day one of the Sun's article where he claims they did not have sexual intercourse. As we know now, we've seen the emails, I don't need to pull them up, where he says, we only had oral sex. She claims they were intimate. He says oral sex. That's why they call it the blowjob babies. Like, there was only... Sourcing the sperm from wherever she well, can find it. there was oral sex. Yeah. 
And allegedly, I heard from someone close, very close to the situation. The neighbor peeking through the window. Uh, I respect Nick covering his ass. He clearly has more assets than I do. So he, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna become a dad. He doesn't need to get sued. Um, I saw this. The sperm. Uh, the sperm. <laughs> was that Clayton like didn't think it was possible that this person could be pregnant? But like he's not a doctor, and technically there was access to. Yeah, like men are just. Stupid. stupid. Yeah. Right, like, so Natalie says men are just stupid. And and of course, we're going to hear uh, uh, Gabby agreeing with that. Uh, Clayton Eckerd is a victim. Alleg- uh, allegedly, assuming that it's true what he said. We're not going out. We're not defaming anybody. We're taking what he said, which is that there's no fetal DNA. He's not the dad. We're going to get those final test results in by Monday. Uh, but if that's true, let me say this loud for the people in the back. He is a victim. He's also a man. He is a victim. He has been gaslighted through fake, again, allegedly, if this information's true, which he has said, through sonogram, uh, no, no, sonogram was a different case, but through uh, pregnancy tests that said she was pregnant. That is what gaslighting is. It is telling, and, and, this, and this term is so over, overused. Let me know my psychologists out there. Gaslighting is when you literally piss on someone's leg and tell them it's raining. Okay, it's when you lie to their face and make them question reality. Clayton Eckert is not stupid. He's dealt with this for five months now. And for several months, he thought that she, he assumed through his own naivete by just being a normal, nice guy, nice human, he assumed she was telling the truth, that she believed she was pregnant. He's not stupid. He's a victim. Like, yeah, so wait, you're not a doctor. You know how babies are made. Like, no. just say it. So, like, did you, like... No, he's wondering, did she... Is there a turkey baster? Was she grinding on me? Did something get on the old loves? You know what I mean? That's what you do when you get... When you're being gaslighted. You start to go, well, could there be a chance? I mean, she said she hasn't had sex with anybody else. I mean, we watched that. When we saw her evidence, we go, oh, gosh, I mean, why would she lie? Like, what, you know, what's the incentive? What's the motivation here? Like, so that's what I heard that there wasn't inter- allegedly like, there wasn't intercourse, but he wasn't comfortable coming out and being like, I 100% know that she's not pregnant because we didn't have sex because there was oral sex. And-, and by the way, there it is, folks. They do have it playing, but they didn't play it for the audience right here. And maybe and, and I, I don't guys, they have all the equipment. Play the dang reel. You know, it's fair use. You're allowed to play it uh, either way. I just I'm, I'm honestly a little upset. I'm a little upset that. That they said he's stupid. Imagine, I mean, imagine a scenario where someone's swindled, duped, uh, stuck in some sort of, you know, victim of a Me Too thing. Imagine it in any other role. Would you call that person stupid? Now, we understand why people don't come forward or why people are silent or people feel shame when they're the victim of of any sort of financial uh, crime being duped or whatever, all these different issues that happen. It, it happens out there. Do we call that person stupid? I mean, I, I really think we need a publicity tour here for Clayton. So when people think that I'm a bottom feeder and I'm talking about this too much, there's people with way bigger shows out there that if you just hear what they're saying, you go, wow, this guy's an idiot. He's a victim. There was climaxing. I don't, I don't even think that's still possible, but nevertheless, yeah. allegedly, that's what I heard. I just happen. like who would handle the situation like that? Like I would just like go to everybody, like any kind of PR team, any kind of resource if I was Clayton and be like, how is the best way I could talk about it? If I'm like, if I, if I know scientifically that there's n- no way I could really be the father and like, 
And, and if I was sitting on the couch, here would be my response to Gabby. I think she means well. I, I, of course, she's just sharing her opinion here. But she goes, who would handle a situation like that? Somebody who's a victim of being gaslighted into this, you know, where people aren't going to believe him right away. Why wouldn't they believe the pregnant lady? So it is entitled for Gabby. She clearly has a better entertainment team lawyer. Like she has thrived post-show, whereas Clayton was, I'll call it soft canceled in the sense that after his season, and let's not rewrite history, after his season, he went down a dark hole, he had mental health problems, everyone hated him, merely for being honest. And again, I'm not, I'm not defending him saying he did things right, but he was trying to be honest and told everyone he loved them, and he thought, he thought in his weird mind that he was doing the right thing, but then to say, Why, who would handle it like this? And I say this, who knows what they would do if they're not in a situation like this, being falsely accused, allegedly, if that's what happened. If that's what happened, none of us, none of us can be the arbiter of what should have been done. And, and, I, and, and, and uh, Clayton, he's back to working in real estate, right? That's what got him into this mess. Um, uh, the blowjob of a lifetime. Uh, <laughs> hope it was worth it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's what got him into this mess. The fact that he's not an entertainment darling. He didn't go and become a finalist on Dancing with the Stars. He doesn't make his living as an influencer. Maybe it's a revenue stream, but he doesn't just call up PR people and pay 10 grand as a retainer to clear this story up for him. That just wasn't his reality. Team, any kind of resource if I was Clayton and be like, how is the best? Allegedly, let's that's. Let's listen to what she said again. What I heard. I just happen. like who would handle the situation like that? Like he's a victim. I would just like go to everybody, like any kind of PR team, any kind of resource. If I was Clayton and be like, how is the best way I could talk about it? If I'm like, if I, if I know scientifically that there's no way I could really be the father unless they're very much are like lines blurred. Like, I feel like that's something you could, you should be able to confidently say. Uh and he was confident, but he was also, he was also questioning his reality. Um, he, for two months, this was not in the news. When, when, when she, the uh, Jane Doe, brought it to the news and it was, uh, became public content, that's when he made a statement and said, I'll be proven, I'll be vindicated, this isn't true. So like, he did that, and then she released all this information that made him look like a really, really bad guy. A really, really bad guy. And people got really upset at Clayton. And then moments later, they completely changed their opinions once they got a little bit more of the information. I would agree. The other stuff I heard is so outrageous and so crazy. Hit us. I can't. Oh my I'll God. I'll tell you later. Who's your source? Is it? Oh, you can't tell us that either. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I just look at what is he doing? He's happy. He's oh. happy, I guess. Yeah. I feel like that's the wrong tone for being accused of being like, <laughs> like a dad of twins. Like I, I strongly disagree with Gabby's opinion. She's allowed to have it. I'm just, I strongly disagree. I don't think she knows enough information to judge whether or not he should be happy to have this wildly stressful once in a lifetime accusation removed from the weight of his shoulders. He's lost brand deals. So she's like, oh, why, why he, he should just throw money at a PR team. He's lost money over this. He's lost the only thing he has which is a relatively good image. So uh, in other news, I've been listening to your comments on the ad structure for the podcast, and it's sort of an ongoing process. But as you might have witnessed from this video, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop saying uh, coming back after a word from our sponsor, because I can't accurately predict when the 
podcast software, the app that I use, will introduce a sponsor. But what I'm trying to do is setting up moments that I think are a nice lull where we can throw in those ad breaks. I try to only put in less than 5% of the podcast be ads, you know, but they, they do have to, you know, exist and they do help for the most part fund probably 90% of the podcast, you know, revenue comes from these ads. So let me know, send me a DM if it sounds better today, if the ads were in the right place. Again, trying my best sometimes for whatever reason, when I say put it at the 17 minute mark, they put it at the 17 minute and three minute mark and it throws everything off. But uh, please be patient with me. I did get a bad review because of this issue. So I'm not taking it lightly. I just want to fix it because uh, that's what we're all here to do, right folks? Well, we got a ton of content we got through today. I have three full videos on the YouTube and uh, I had a jet because I'm going to be doing Reality Steve's podcast. And here's a little um, teaser for you guys. It looks like we might have Rodney and Genevieve uh, and Serene as as near future guests on Driving with Dave separately, of course. So lots of fun things in the work and I can't wait to share it all with you. All right, folks. Well, have a blessed day. Go out there. Share some love. Smile, even if you're faking it. Trick that body into having a good moment and be grateful for all that life we have out there. If you can, I appreciate you. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor at Rush Hour. Bye.